This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Bruchim Abayim. We continue in Daf HaShua. Mesech Deivamas. I heard today from the son of Reb Chaim Knievsky, who is saying over from his father, that Reb Chaim spent one year learning by the stipler. And which Masechta did Reb Chaim learn by the stipler? Avada, Masechta Yivamis. The stipler wanted Reb Chaim to learn Yivamis by him. And then after he learned Yivamis by him, he said, Okay, now you could go off to Yeshiva. Okay. So let's continue on Sadivav Amr Beis, three lines from the bottom. The Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan was Makmid, Makbid, that Rabbi Lezer did not say over Torah in his name until Rabbi Lezer consoled him that obviously if Rabbi Lezer is teaching, everybody knows it's in your name, Rabbi Yochanan. says, Rabbi Yochanan, my time a kapid kolihai. Rabbi Yochanan, why was he so makbid? Dam Rabbi Yudamar Rav, Rabbi Yudah said the name of Rav. Maidach said, what does the Pasuk mean? Agura be'ahalcha elamim. It's a Pasuk in Tehillim. What does the Pasuk mean? I will live, may I live in your tent, elamim. Literally, eternally, but it could also mean in two worlds. Is it possible to live in two worlds? David said before the Almighty, Master of the universe, May it be your will that they say over Torah in my name in this world when I'm already in the next world. The Amr of Yoichram Misham Rajbi. Any Torah sage that they say over Torah in his name in this world, his lips will whisper, move in the grave. Taisu says that when a person's neshama is in the yeshiva shamala and the lips move in the kever, it's as if he's speaking. So in what, at one time he's living in two different worlds. The marshal wonders, what does this mean? Can a person physically be speaking while they're buried in the grave. I don't think most scientists would say that's uh, physically possible. And the Aruch Lener that we saw yesterday in the Ion Shir, he said that based on the Zayar, that the Neshama is in Shamayim and the Ruach is in Ganeden Hatachtoin and the Nefesh hovers over the Kever. It's the lips of the Nefesh that move. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak ben Zira, Vitem Rabbi Shimon Nezira, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Zira said, and some say Shimon Zira said, Micro, what does a Pasuk mean? In Shara Shirim, And your palate is like good wine. Going to my beloved injustice, The lips of the sleeping will whisper. So, Chazal teach, Kekoymer Shalanovim. The Talmud Chacham is like a vat of grapes. Ma'koymer Shalanovim, just like a vat of grapes that's fermenting and heating up. Kivan Shemaniach love when a person touches it, Miyad Doivev, so it immediately begins to move. Av Talmidei Chachamim, so to Torah sages. Kivan Sha'imrim Dvar Shmuam Ipiyam Bailamazah, when they say words of Torah in their name in this world, their lips move in the grave. Okay, we now move on to the uh, statement at the end of the Mishnah, on Dav where the Mishnah said that 
not only a nine-year-old is his bia not a full-fledged bia, but a twenty-year-old that didn't bring two sima, two hairs, also is considered like a katan. So that means a twenty-year-old who doesn't bring two pubic hairs has a din of a katan. Says Gmarumin, and which and therefore, if he lives with the yavama, and then the yavama dies, and then the uh, the ben teishasham yemechad uh, dies. So the Yavam is Chaletzes Vlay Mesiabemes. Says the Gemara Uramin, who Alaska Stira, Ben Esrim Shana Shlehevi Shtesara, he's a 20 year old who didn't bring two pubic hairs. Yavi Uraya has to bring, will bring a proof, Shu Ben Esrim, that he's 20 years old, who Hasris, and he is thereby Asris. And the Halacha is, he doesn't do chalitza, he doesn't do yibam. So it means he has a status of a sris if he's a 20 year old and the woman falls to him in yibam. So he is not able to do yibam or chalitza. And yet our Mishnah said that the 20 year old has a status of a katan, he could do chalitza. Or, the 20-year-old woman who didn't bring two hairs, she'll bring a proof that she's 20. She's an islandess. So, it's a stira, because we learned in the Mishnah that a 20-year-old has a din of a katan, and here we're learning a 20-year-old has a din of a sris. It marala, amarav shmo bar yitzchak, amarav, if someone is 20 and just did not bring two pubic hairs but without any positive ed- evidence that they're a sris, they're considered like a katan and perhaps the simane godless will eventually grow in. However, if they're 20 and they don't have two pubic hairs and there's positive evidence that they're a sris, so that person said the proof is has when it says v'hu asris, it's not that from the fact that he doesn't have two pubic hairs, we can infer he's a sris. It's talking about we have proof po- positive that the guy's a sris. Shema mina. Ah, so says the Gemara v'chiloi, no dulai simani sris ad kama. And if somebody does not have proof positive that they're a sris, they just don't have two pubic hairs, until what point do we say that maybe they will be developed signs of godless? Until when do we judge them like a katan? Tani until the majority of one's years, namely thirty-six years old. came before Rava. said, so when they came before Rava, twenty-year-old who didn't bring two hairs, and now they want to know: is it that they're still a katan, or is it that they're a sris? So Rava would say as follows: if they're weak and lean, Armalhui would say zilo avriyuhu. Go fatten yourself up. Eat and drink. Maybe your pubic hairs fell out because you're so weak. Vibari, and if they were robust, Armalhu, you would say, Zilu akhashuhu, go go on a diet. Why? Dahani simanim, sometimes the, the pubic hairs, the nasri that they fall out, machmas khishusa, sometimes they fall out because the person is too skinny. 
Sometimes they fall out because the person is too heavy. And therefore, until a person is 36 years old, we cannot know for certain that they are, they, they still may be a katan. Once a person reaches age 36, without any proof positive that they're a sris, the age alone would prove that in fact they're a sris. Hadran Allah Ha'isha now we begin a new topic. Um, the halacha is if somebody rapes or seduces a woman, you're allowed to marry their relatives. If you raped or seduced a woman, you could marry their daughter, their sister, or their mother. But one who rapes or seduces the relative of someone who they're married to, that is a violation of Arayos. A person's allowed to marry someone who their father raped or seduced. Someone who their son raped or their son seduced. Yehuda prohibits one to live with someone who their father raped or their father seduced. That's learned that from the Pasuk. We'll see later in the Gemara. We learned in the Mishnah that which the rabbis taught. Anas Isha, son raped a woman. Mutali Sabita, you can marry her daughter. Nasa Isha, if you married a woman, Asali Sabita, you cannot marry her daughter or rape her daughter. Uraminu, Laskastira. I hanitad mino isha, someone who's suspected of having relations with a woman, asr bima, cannot marry her mother, ubebita or her daughter, uvaachaisa or her sister, because if you're suspected of having relations with the relative, then if you marry, if let's say you are suspected of having relations, of having a relationship with a relative, you can't marry their relative because we're afraid that by marrying their relative, you're you're making it more convenient for you to continue this. Um, prohibited relations with the mother, the sister, the the daughter. So here, how could the Mishnah say, Noisinala you could marry someone, you could marry the relative of someone you raped, but what about this chshash of uh, this sister of Hanitan Menoisha? There's nothing more suspicious, you can't get a greater suspicion than someone who we know raped a woman. If even you're sus- we're suspicious of you being with a woman, you can't marry a relative. Certainly if you raped a woman, you can't marry a relative. Says Gemara, Midra Banan. Yeah, it's only Asr Midra Banan, but Midra you could marry the relative of someone who you raped. Says Gemara, wait a second, why wouldn't our Mishnah say that you can't do it? Would our Mishnah say you could marry the relative of a woman you raped, even though when there is a rabbinic um, pro- prohibition, would the Mishnah say, says Gemara, no, our Mishnah is talking about after the woman you raped died, so now there's no suspicion, so therefore you could even get married the Kharchila. Um, our Mishnah was taught after death, Says Gemara, 
How do we know you could marry the relative of a woman who you raped? By all arayas, it speaks about having relations. And here, it talks about by a woman and her mother or a woman and her relatives, it says marriage. to tell you, it's only usher to take a relative of someone who you're married to, not someone who you had relations with. In other words, it says, So it's if you marry a woman, you can't take her mother, you can't take her sister. But if you just had relations with her, so then you should be allowed to marry the sister. It says, don't marry your sister. Is it only usher to marry your sister, but you can have relations with your sister? How could you say and be medayek that the isser of living with the relative of a woman is only a woman that you're married to? Because it says Yikach, it also says Yikach by a sister. It says Gemara, look, the truth is sometimes it says Kicha and sometimes it says relation. In a situation where it says Kicha Stam, and you know it means relation, so then it means relation. Amar Leilikuchin Ksivu Torah Stam. The Torah Stam says marriage. Then Haroi Lekicha Kicha. If it's in the context, if it could be interpreted as marriage, then it Interpreted that way. And if it could be interpreted as relations, it's interpreted as relations. But, so in other words, in a situation where it cannot mean marriage, like taking your sister, it doesn't mean marriage, because you can't marry your sister, it's not even typhus to begin with. So there, kicha means to take with relations. But if it could mean Marriage, so you interpret it as marriage. Now the Gemara brings another source. How do we know that if somebody rapes a woman, they can marry their sister or relative? Rava Amar, Rava says, Anas Isha, if you rape a woman, Mutra Lisa Bita can marry her daughter. Mehacha, from the following Pasuk. Ksiv, the Pasuk says, Ervas bas bincha oi bas bitcha loisigali. The Erva, of your son's daughter, or your daughter's daughter, do not reveal. So that implies, you know why you can't live with your granddaughter? Because she's your son's daughter or daughter's daughter. Ha, bas bina dida, bas bita dida. But what if it's the woman's daughter's daughter or son's daughter? Golly, you could reveal that relation. You could reveal. In other words, if you have a woman, and... Her daughter's daughter or son's daughter, that's not your son's daughter or daughter's daughter. You could live with that granddaughter. A woman and her daughter, you should not reveal as bas benavi, as bas bita loisikach. I better have another pasuk that says that if it's her son's daughter or daughter's daughter, you can't take it. In the first pasuk, it's talking about you raped a woman. So if the woman you raped, her son's daughter or daughter's daughter from you, you can't live with. 
but if it's from her, you could live with. So in other words, if you rape a woman and she has a relative, you could live with that relative. And the second Pasuk is talking about a woman who you married. A woman who you married that has a granddaughter that you can't, you can't have relations with um, that, that granddaughter. Says says, why don't we say the opposite? That the Yisr is only when you rape a woman you can't live with their granddaughter. But if you marry a woman, you could. How do you know it's to tell me that if you rape a woman that you could live with her granddaughter? Maybe it's if you marry a woman you could live with her granddaughter. Toysus says, maybe Oinsim is a bigger Chumrah. Because since it's a more lewd, promiscuous act, maybe the Torah is more makvid. Says the Gemara, When it comes to Arayas, it says, relative. When you marry a woman, so then her relatives are She'er. When you rape a woman, the relatives are not She'er. Okay, now we have a, a new sugya. Namely, can a person live with somebody who their father raped? Rabbi Yehuda Oyser asers someone who the father raped. The Tanakhama says it's permitted. Amar Rav Gidol, Amar Rav. My time at Rabbi Yehuda. By the way, we had this Gemara. You know, we're twice. We had it on Daf Dalid, and we had it on Daf Mem Tes. Okay, I'm sure you remember both of them. Where do we have it on Daf Dalid? By Asei Doi Chaloi Okay? So, my time at Rabbi Yehuda, Dachsiv, we had it whether we're Doresh Smuchen, okay? Because it says, Lo Yikach Eshes Eshes Av, Lo Yigala Kanaf Aviv. And in the context, it talks about rape. So, that might be an indication, Lo Yigala Kanaf Aviv is talking about rape. My time to Rabbi Yehuda, Lo Yikach Eshes Eshes Av, Lo Yigala Kanaf Aviv. Kanaf Shara Aviv, the erva, the father, so lo should not uncover. Um, my dva anusik. So, how do you know that pasuk is talking about anusa? Dachsiv me'ilavei dekrot says above v'nasan ho'isha shoychiv ima, and the man that lay with her should give to her, should give la'avi anara to the father of the woman chamishim kasef. So, in the in the subject matter, it talks about rape. So that's how Rabbi Huda knows lo yigalas kraf aviv is talking about. Anusa. Vrabonon, the Rabbonon say like this. It says above, but it interposes the Pasuk of that's not talking about rape. So you have a Samachle, if it would mamish be Samach Kedekamrit, then I would agree with what you say. But now that it's not juxtaposed mamish, Ravanan said, The Pasuk is saying that a Yevama who is waiting in Yibam for your father to do Yibam to her, you cannot live with. The Erva fit for your father. That's what Lo Yigala Knaf Aviv. In fact, the Gemara, you, that's the reason you can't live with this woman because she's the Shaymeras Yavim of your father, but she was also the wife of your father's brother. She's your ante. You can't live with her. She's Daidasai. Vitevnamisham Daidasai. Where's the two Lavin? Lavin. One is she's your aunt, and one is she's Shaymeras Yavim of your father. 
I, but you can't live with her anyway because she's a Yavama Lashuk. Meaning, she's Zakuk Liyibam. So forget the fact that she's Shemesh Yav Shalaviv. Number one, she's your aunt. Number two, she's a Zakuk Liyibam. Says, we're going to nail her for three things. Number one, she's your aunt. Number two, she's Zakuk Liyibam. And La Yigalik Knafaviv. She's a. We're talking about after your father died. So she's not a Yivamalashuk. She's only Daidasai. And she is. Since, interesting, even though she's not Zokuk to your father, but she was the Shoimeres Yavam of the father. So that's also a lav. A woman who is Zokuk to your father, it's like she's, she was quasi married to your father. You can't live with her. Besedar. Wow. We had an Amur in Yavamis that's, you know, survivable. Thank you everybody for joining. I saw a, a... You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.